0: Nobody cuts a vegetable or whips up a healthy dinner quite like Ali Mafuchi. But that's not what has inspired, or I should say, Inspiralized me. In 2013, Ali Mafucci took a leap of faith. She quit her job in corporate America and launched a health movement centered around spiralizing vegetables. Now, five years later, Inspiralized is wildly successful, not only as a product and a brand, but also as a community. But that's just one part of this powerhouse's story. A few months ago, she gave birth to her first baby baby Luca Leo. So today, Allie tells us about life as an entrepreneur and a mompreneur, what worked for her during her pregnancy and what's working for her now as a new mom and why she's so passionate about the normalized breastfeeding movement. So let's get to it. This is Pre-Motherhood with Teresa Priolo. From New York City, USA. Welcome to the Fox 5 Podcast Network. So my guest today is somebody that I have admired from afar, not only because she seems to make the most delicious dinners on the planet, but also she has seemingly navigated the unusual and complicated world of being pregnant and now being a mom, and it just seems effortless, at least by social media standards. I want to introduce everybody to Allie Malfucci of Inspiralized. Hi, Ali. Hi, Teresa. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk. Thank you so much for joining us. And I have to give my husband credit because admittedly, he actually was the one that introduced me to your social media platforms. And that might seem unusual maybe to you or to other moms, but when he when he, we found out I was expecting he had already been following you because of Inspiralized, and he said, you know, the, the, the Inspiralized girl is also having a baby. You should check out her account. And so I started following you as a result of him being like, no, she's going through this. This is what you're gonna experience in a few months. You should check in on oh. her Instagram stories. <laughs> so I have to give my husband credit because he found you first.
1: Oh, okay, well, I have to thank your husband then. I'm so glad that you found me, and I, I love the community. On Instagram, it's become stronger now that I've actually been pregnant and had a baby, so I, I love this new chapter.
0: So let's first start talking about what Inspiralized is uh, for people who aren't familiar with it. How, how do you sum up or how do you explain uh, this business and this community that you've created?
1: So, Inspiralized, um, Inspiralized is the ultimate resource for cooking healthfully with the spiralizer, which is a kitchen tool that turns veggies and fruits into noodles. So Inspiralized is a resource for using Spiralizer and it's an online blog featuring free food recipes. It is a food app, a recipe app. It is two New York Times best selling cookbooks and a third one on the way. And it is an, an Inspiralizer, which is our branded Spiralizer. And then the other part of Inspiralized is the overall community. So using all those resources together with other people through social media, we have a private Facebook community that has um, over 11,000 people in it. We obviously have our Facebook page. We have Instagram. I'm very active on all my social media channels. And throughout that, I've created this community of people who are excited to have their cake and eat it too. They're excited to eat big bowls of pasta, but those pasta noodles are made out of veggies and therefore it's much healthier for you and it helps you maintain a better, healthier lifestyle. And um, I try to, you know, create daily inspiration to keep people uplifted and positive about all aspects of, you know, the overall balanced uh, wellness
0: goal. Allie, tell me how you, um, how let, let's let's first start with you're very young. You have this amazing idea. You have launched this company, which. Just by the way you you describe it, has completely taken off. I mean, all anybody needs to do is look at your Instagram account and, and see the following that you have on there, and and to, to know that this is something that is really working. So you have this business that you've created and then you decide that you want a family. So can you kind of take our moms through that decision to embark on now having two babies at one time, you decide that you want to try for a family, but you also have this business that you've created that takes all of your time and attention?
1: Definitely, so I, I haven't quite mastered it yet. Uh, Luca is four months, actually turned four months yesterday, and um, right now I don't have any help, so it's just me at home um, other than when my grandparents visit or I'm actually down in Florida right now with them. But basically what happened was my husband and I you know, had talked about having a baby and we, we, it really was never a question of can I do the business and can I also have the baby. I never thought that I wouldn't be able to do both, but I'm, I've always been one of those people that overachieves and wants to do everything and, and puts their all into everything. So I just knew that if there's a will, there's a way, and I would make it work, um, regardless of having a baby and, and having, you know, full-fledged business. And um, basically, my husband and I, you know, obviously got pregnant, and um, our our goal all along was for me to still obviously be able to do and spiralize. So um, I, I guess just going into it not being afraid really helped, because now when everything pops up, when it's hard to schedule a call or it's hard to get a blog post up or anything like that I'm just honestly very um, open and communicative with my audience about that so and and I think they really that that realness really resonates with them and it makes them believe in me even more and want to follow me even more you know I'll say oh I couldn't get this recipe up or I'll show on Instagram stories me editing the photos for the recipe and say coming soon and I think that just being more down to earth being honest um, with you know expectations and you know showing people more of the real side of you can only help you in the social media world so i'm kind of um trusting that people are understanding about my situation right now but once i have baby care um you know later in, in like in the springtime is when i hope to have baby care i hope to be able to devote more time to inspire lives but obviously there's a Uh, It's kind of like a lose-lose situation because if I get to work on my business, I don't get as much time with the baby, but if I spend all my time with the baby, then my business can't flourish the way I want it to. So I'm still balancing it, but for now, I just think being real and and, uh, realistic with yourself and your goals and just being okay with adjusting those things, I think that
0: is the case. But that entrepreneur life, though, that's daunting, it seems, especially when you're dealing with all the things that come up during a pregnancy, let alone uh, actually having the baby, I think for a lot of young women, it might put them off from either starting the business or starting the family.
1: Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I definitely think it's, it's 100 times harder, but I find that throughout our day, um, you know, being, being a non-pregnant person or even, you know, being a pregnant person, your time is spent on you, and, you know, you have, you have obviously all of this time, and I think we waste a lot of time. And then once you have the baby, you realize how precious time is and you learn to really capitalize on your time. So you're you're smarter with your time. You've, I spend less time just sitting, scrolling through Facebook, you know, and, and I spend less time on things that won't help my business or won't help me be a good mom to Luca. And I think that when you're just yourself alone, not pregnant or even just pregnant, I think that you'll, um, I think there's just a lot of wasted time. So I I try to time block as best I can. So, you know, when I know that the baby's going down and he usually goes down for at least an hour nap, every day I set my my schedule up and I know, okay, these are my top two goals for today and I'm going to get them done between this and this nap. And then I, you know, I obviously leave it open for flexibility. So I try to time block as best I can around the baby's nap schedules. And then there's things that don't get done and you have to just accept that. You have to accept your house isn't going to be as clean as it normally is you're going to you know expect that you know you might not be able to blow dry your hair that day or put makeup on but i think if you prioritize you know your um your schedule a little better then you can actually get it get a lot done in a day
0: that's great advice because i i know that we all waste a lot of time scrolling through social media or binge <laughs> yeah. watching that tv show or whatever it is and maybe you don't realize how much time you're wasting until you don't have it anymore until you actually have a crying newborn
1: yeah exactly it's like when you break up with someone and then you don't realize how good you had it you know (laughs) right (laughs) until it's gone you don't know and i've i've realized that so much i mean i used to just waste time like online shopping and you know scrolling just scrolling through social media obviously or just just taking extra time when I didn't mean to. So now I just, I'm realistic with myself. I can usually only get two things done in the day, and I just make sure that I get those done first thing in the morning when the baby takes his as longest as nap, and then um, my other thing later in the day with the other nap. So, you know, obviously you can get up an hour early before the baby usually wakes up, and you can work a little later at night. But I just really believe if, if you're looking, if you're, you know, if you're pregnant and you're about to have a baby, but you want to start this business, I think my biggest advice to people starting anything is you need to realize you're going to live, breathe, and eat it. And you have to be so passionate that you just never stop thinking about it. And it's just all, all encompassing, all consuming, because if you're not that interested in it, you know, if you're just, if you're just, you know, oh, this, this would be cool, then you're never going to stick to it and you're never going to make it happen. But for me Inspiralized, spiralized, I just love it so much. And I think about it all the time that I prioritize it in my life. And I make sure that um, the things get done that, that need to get done to continue the business.
0: That makes perfect sense. And it seems like you've done that not only during your pregnancy, but also you're doing the same thing now with baby Luca, who is three months? Four months at this four point? Four months. Yep. Four months old. Okay. So he's just exiting the fourth trimester at this point, yes, right? Yeah. It gets
1: much, much, much better. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's what everybody says. Much better. So during your pregnancy, yes. which is when I joined the Inspiralize movement, um, because Again, you're four months or so, five months ahead of me. But when I was looking through your stuff, I was amazed that you were able to continue to eat clean, run the business, and also work out as well. And you do really seem to have an upbeat approach to life and to business in general. Can you talk about how Inspiralized helped you during your pregnancy, especially when it comes to the clean eating, healthy eating, uh, how that benefited you?
1: Definitely. So, well, first of all, thank you. Um, I try to be as uplifting as possible. Um, my mother always said, "If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all." So, I try to everything that comes out of my mouth be positive, or helpful, or inspirational in some way. Um, I would I would say that when I first got pregnant, you know, I I knew my body was going to change, and I was excited to see the changes, and I wanted to embrace those changes and really, really enjoy my pregnancy, and I knew that if I wanted to enjoy my body, I had to feel my best, because, you know, if you gain 35 pounds, and you feel, um, you know, you're not feeling good about yourself, and you're eating things that aren't healthy, and you're, you're lethargic, you're, you know, you don't have this energy anymore, and, and your skin's breaking out, and you don't have that glow, you're not going to enjoy your pregnancy as much, so I embraced it, and I ate really well, and I felt, so good during my pregnancy. I had so much energy that I was able to work out. I was able to do the things that I normally did not pregnant. Um, obviously, I modified workouts, but I had this this great energy during my pregnancy, so I did enjoy it. And I, I think, you know, with Inspiralize, what I love about it is that it the kind of food that you make, it's not just a bowl of cucumbers with a lemon dressing. It's full-fledged Delicious, fulfilling meals that taste like you're eating, you know, heavy bowls of carbs, but really you're just eating bowls of veggies with really good sauce on it, or or whatever. Um, so that those recipes really, really helped me keep uh, on track of my healthy eating. And you know, I also thought about postpartum when I when the baby was finally here. I didn't want to be sitting here with my baby and have bad thoughts about my body and not feel good and not have energy for the baby because I was so caught up on the way I looked and the way I felt. So I knew if I wanted to, you know, quote unquote bounce back a little easier after the pregnancy then I needed to keep fit um, during the pregnancy. So that was also on top of mind. But um, I would definitely say that in Spiralize as a, you know, an online um, influencer, I think I'm held accountable a lot because people see me and I share my everyday life and I show pictures of myself, you know, wearing tight clothes or, or showing my belly bump or, or all these things I'm always sh- constantly sharing, mainly because I want people to see, you know, the realness and just see me at every stage, whether it's, you know, at my lowest weight, my highest weight, my fittest, my less fittest, my happiest, my status, but people keep me accountable. So I know they're waiting for me to post that workout selfie because they want the inspiration and motivation to work out as well, pregnant or not. Um, I know that they're, you know, they're looking at me to um, inspire them to be their healthiest. So I, I, I actually love the pressure of of keeping fit because it it does hold me accountable, and I might otherwise be eating you know some not so healthy things because I don't have this audience that's sort of watching me so i I, I see it as a positive i don't I don't kind of see it as like oh, there's so much pressure to be thin it's it's not about that it's about I thank my community for making me the healthiest that I am because i I do it for them and in in return it
0: it benefits me as well. One post that I vividly remember during your pregnancy was, uh, you talking about you at your heaviest and then how you morphed those feelings of dissatisfaction into the, uh, creating the inspiralized brand and how that was top of mind for you, especially when you were pregnant. And then afterwards, as you're considering how to bounce back, but for the mom out there that is concerned about how much weight they've gained during the pregnancy or, how they're going to actually lose the weight during after the pregnancy what can you tell them about what's worked for you because again you're somebody who admittedly struggled at least for a period of time with her weight
1: yeah definitely i mean i i struggled with my weight in the sense that i was always a yo-yo dieter um i just dieted i constantly dieted and what i finally realized was that in order to feel good about yourself you know, the majority of your life, you need to build it into a lifestyle. So it's not like, okay, I'm going to lose this baby weight. It's okay. I'm just going to resume the healthy lifestyle that I started before I had the baby. So for me, committing to that healthy lifestyle really helped because it, it just continued on. And I just kind of picked up, up where I left off. But I mean, honestly, the baby keeps you pretty active. There's, there's rarely a time to really, you know, um, sit there and, and, eat a lot and I'm always constantly I'm with the baby, I'm doing laundry, I'm I wanna take him out for a walk, I'm I'm, you know, walking around the house with the baby, I'm playing with the baby. So just being a really engaged mother, you'll notice that you don't spend as much time thinking about you know, food and your body. You're more thinking about how you can nourish and take care of your child. So I think if you focus on this beautiful precious bundle you have, it takes off the pressure of having to get Back into shape or having to lose this weight, and you'll see it sort of not magically peel off, but it will come off because you're not so obsessed and focused on it. Um, I personally breastfeed, and that's been really helpful. I know not everyone does, not for them, or it doesn't work, um, but that really helped me as well. Um, and then just trying to eat clean, real whole foods. Um, at, at the end of the day, that's whenever people ask me, you know, how do I eat healthy. I just say, eat real food. And as long as you're doing that, your body's going to be nourished and you're going to, you know, feel better and you're going to look better. Um, I also think sitting in long walks as a new mom, that, that was something that really helped me in the beginning before you had your six week postpartum checkup. And that's usually when the doctor clears you for exercise. I would just take nice, long, leisurely walks, like not a fast pace at all, just nice walk, enjoy the outside, enjoy the time with my baby, maybe listen to a podcast, um just you know that time was for me um to feel good about myself just walking and i think that that really helped for sure
0: and that's the perfect and then my final oh yeah so so continue yes i was just going to say my final note would just be
1: um and this this mantra has kind of helped me throughout my new motherhood um with caring for the baby is that you know it's just a it's just a stage it's not forever so when i was really in it and the baby you know, was up every two hours in the night and I wasn't sleeping and he was spitting up everywhere and he was, I didn't know how to soothe him and he was always crying and, you know, all of these things and, you know, all these things were happening and it was so overwhelming. I just kept telling myself, you know, it's just this phase, this isn't forever. You know, your body's not going to look like this forever. You know, be kind to yourself because the harsher we are on ourselves, the harder it is to take care of ourselves and really, you know, achieve that idyllic, um, lifestyle of you know balanced healthy like healthy life
0: especially in this Instagram Twitter social media world where people are airbrushed things are doctored which is one of the things I love about your Instagram story so people should go and check those out not only on your personal account but also on your uh, inst- on your Inspiralized account that you are pretty uh, unfiltered and raw when it comes to posting pictures of yourself or what the day is looking like or normalizing breastfeeding, which is one of your big pushes, I noticed, um, on your personal mm-hmm. page. Uh, t- tell me a little bit about that, where where that idea came from, and why that matters so much to you.
1: Yeah, I mean, I first of all, thank you for saying that, because recently I've gotten some uh, messages from people saying that they, you know, don't care for the personal side of things, to put it a little nicely. and. You know, you know they weren't that
0: nice. That's definitely not what they said. <laughs>
1: <laughs> definitely not what they say, and I deal with it every day, and it's, it's totally fine, um, but I think that, you know, what I like about Instagram stories is that it is, it is unfiltered, and um, I I think that that's when I really connect with my community, is I show them what everyday life really looks like, and I don't filter it, um, so I appreciate you saying that. So basically what happened with the normalized breastfeeding thing is that I, I never knew how proud I was to, um, breastfeed. You know, I always thought when I was pregnant, Oh, I'm going to breastfeed, you know, and and, Hey, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. I'm, I'm fine with formula. I think shed is best at the end of the day. If your baby is, you know, nourished, that's all that matters. Um, but I was hopeful that I could breastfeed. And once I, once I breastfed and, you know, of course you struggle with in the beginning, you're, you know, not to be too graphic, but your nipples are cracked and they're bleeding and they're raw and they're horrible. I hear it's serious, hell. Let's Teresa. be honest.
0: I hear it. I hear it's <laughs> hell.
1: Yeah, it is. It definitely is. And it's. But again, it's only a stage, and it doesn't last forever. So two, three weeks later, I just we've gotten to our groove, and breastfeeding became lovely. And you know, there's still times when you know I'm going through something right now where he's pulling away from my breast and squirming all the time because he's in this new stage where he is realizing the world and and sees things around him, so he's distracted. So there's always going to be something that, you know, that is going to make it a little harder. But I was really proud that I could breastfeed because I went through those first three weeks and it was a lot of work. And once you see your baby growing and getting fatter and plumper and, and, and just, and just growing, you, you become so proud of it. You're just so amazed by your body that it can produce this nourishing liquid that, keeps your baby alive and it's just you you're the one you're the only thing that he's eating is you know your breast milk Mm. so I became really proud of it and I noticed that you know I put up a couple pictures and I got a few comments from people saying you know oh that's disgusting why would you put that picture up you know that's so you know no one no one cares about that no one wants to see that and I, I you know I was like wow this is this is what women really have to go through. I'm just feeding my child. You know, if I was in a, if I was in a bikini, you would never say anything. You would never see, oh, that's disgusting. You're posting a picture of you in your bikini. But all I was showing was, you know, the top of my, my breast. You didn't see my nipple and people had such an issue with it. So I started posting these normalized breastfeeding, um, pictures on, on my Instagram stories and the floods of positive, positive comments I got from other women who are saying thank you so much. You know, I've been struggling with the same thing. You know, my coworkers, you know they 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 shun me for breastfeeding. They make me go to the bathroom. All these stories and all of these things just made me want to post more to normalize it a little bit more on my little platform, whatever I can do if I have something that I really care about. you know i I want to put it out there. And normalizing breastfeeding is is really big for me, and i um I get women sending me you know private messages of pictures of them breastfeeding and and they hashtag normalize breastfeeding. and even if it's a private message to me and no one else is going to see it, I'm so happy and proud for these women that they feel that comfortable to share that photo with me. Because breastfeeding is totally normal; it's the most normal thing you could posi- possibly do. And I think um, that you know you shouldn't have to cover up. I'm when I whenever I fly with Luca, I've flown a few times with him now. I don't even use a cover because frankly, it's too much. It's hard to do. It's hard to coordinate on that tiny little plane seat. So I just whip it out and feed him and you know, I, I, um, I feel more comfortable with it now because I have spoken a lot about the whole normalized breastfeeding cause.
0: And I think it also really helps that you are young, you know, that you're not, you're not an older woman that's having a kid for the first time. And there's nothing wrong with that by any means. But there is, uh, there's obviously a youthfulness about you, not only uh, in the way that you're Business and life is portrayed on social media, but also just strictly by your age and so I wonder if that also helps too you know you're not you're not somebody who is having a baby at the for the first time at forty or forty five you're doing this and you're young and and you're embracing some of the things that our moms also embraced, which was breastfeeding
1: Yes, and I think that you know my mother breastfed all of her babies, and i you know I always talk to her about it, and she's like. She always tells me, oh, you cover up. Even when they were pregnant, she says, you used to wear these big moo-moos because you never wanted to show off your bump, and now it's so different. Um, You know, women are are becoming more proud of their bodies and showing them off because they are so powerful, and women just, you know, they feel more powerful what they can do. They can grow this human inside of them. They can deliver this human, and then they can feed this human through their own bodies. So um, I, you know, like to promote that, and I think being young, I put that in quotes because I don't feel young anymore, <laughs> but um, I, you know, I, I am the millennial generation and we are the first generation to really grow up with social media and the first generation to have babies in social media. So for me, it just felt like a natural thing to share everything online. Um, and honestly, if I, it's been such a blessing because I post a picture and say, my baby's spitting up and I'm freaking out. And I get hundreds of messages from veteran moms from new moms from all kinds of moms giving tips and advice or you know even asking me oh what tips did you get can you share them so i've just seen using my platform as a millennial mother has really helped me be a better mom and i hope has helped other moms who are going through the exact same thing you know with this with those same issues
0: ali is this all that you thought it was going to be is it i mean really is it all it's cracked up to be for for maybe those moms who are wondering uh once the baby comes or you know you know it, is it really all bliss is it quote unquote the greatest job in the world or for those people who are struggling through their pregnancy what do you tell them what do i tell them um
1: i think that like anything there are times when you're just going to be so exhausted and you're just not even going to want to be in the same room with the baby and that's just how it is because you're you're exhausted the baby is screaming you've been trying to get him down for you know an hour and a half and he just screams every time you put him down or he doesn't want to go down without being you know rocked in your arms and you have an eight and four hours and you're cranky and tired but then there are times when you are just so in absolute bliss like I can't even communicate with words how in love you feel with this child that you forget about all of that and then every day you wake up and it repeats. But those moments, it, it's kind of like, I already forget the pain of labor. And I already, I'm like, oh, I could totally have another baby. But during labor, I was like, oh God, I could never do this again. So I just, I I would say a hundred times, a hundred percent, thousand percent that it is absolutely what it's cracked up to be. And it's, it's extremely blissful. It's blissful not only when you're, you know, with yourself and you have, you get in a groove with your baby and the baby, you know, you're with the baby and, and, He or she is playing with you, and they're just so precious, and they're smiling for the first time, and they're really engaging with you, or they fall asleep on you, and they smell so good, and they're so soft and warm. But then you also see them with your partner, you know, if you're with your wife or your husband, and you see them with that bond, and then you melt even more. So, I would say that for the for the times that are tough, the better times are so much overwhelmingly better that overall, it's it's absolutely blissful, and I would say. Ninety-nine percent of the time, when I am just walking through my day, I just feel, you know, I feel so happy and so lucky and so blessed. And then that one percent is just when, you know, I'm just—it's
0: just from pure exhaustion <laughs> when I have. You're a just a little day. beaten down because of because there are 24 hours in a day, and you're doing a lot of the work.
1: Exactly, and you can't expect to be 100% blissful because you know it, it is hard, and and it is yeah it's exhausting and you you can't be your best person when you're exhausted so um and it's definitely when there are times when Luca is not being a good boy and he's screaming at me but I still love him because he's just you know they're just so adorable and they're so helpless and you have this baby and you hold this baby you they're so helpless and you just you have this instinct to want to help them and want to protect them and take care of them So even when you know Luca's puking I'm I'm saying oh it's okay it's okay and he's puking on me I mean like like it feels like a half a cup of spit up rolling down my, my shirt, in my bra, all over the place, down my pants. And I'm just patting him and saying, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Because you don't care. You just love this little person so much.
0: And then you're thinking about all the times when you were young and carefree. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and and not married with no kids.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what, I, I, I think about that too. I'm like, people always told me that, oh, enjoy your time when you're pregnant alone with your husband. You know really like enjoy just sitting on the couch um and I always said what do you mean the baby naps it's not like I can just I can't just sit on the couch and the truth is, is you can't ever just sit on the couch because you know the baby goes down for a nap and it's like all right well now I need to eat I need to do laundry I need to shower I need to <laughs> do all these things so it is true that 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 previous life is much more relaxing but this life I mean I could never imagine not having Luca in my life anymore it seems like when he was born nothing ever mattered before and I know that people say that all the time but now I understand this baby is is just my whole world and I wouldn't you could if you asked me right now oh would you like to be you know 27 again when you were just married and just you know this new free life with you and Lou would you would you want that for five minutes and I would say no
0: I love that I think that's a great place to end it Allie, before we let you go, tell everybody when your new cookbook is coming out, where they can find it, and sort of all the deets on where they can get you and connect with you.
1: Definitely. So my my third cookbook I'm really excited about It's called in Spiralized and Beyond, and it's actually um, not 100% spiralized recipes this time. There are 70% not spiralized and 30% spiralized. So the theme is same thing with spiralizing, using veggies in a very creative way to make healthier versions of your favorite classics um so i that that is coming out may 1st and you can find it anywhere cookbooks are sold you can find it obviously on amazon like everything else in the world um <laughs> and you can find it on my website com. and you can always follow me along on instagram i'm on at Inspiralized, and um i
0: you can find all my personal account information through there as well all right ali thank you so much i appreciate your time thank you so much Teresa. Pre-Motherhood with Teresa Priolo is part of the Fox 5 Podcast Network. This episode was recorded, edited, mixed, made awesome by Matt Onimus. The executive producers are myself, Matt Onimus, and Imad Ashgar. Byron Harmon is VP of News, and our vice president and general manager of Fox 5 is Luleone. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or comments, you just want to say hi, reach out to me on Twitter at Fox5Teresa or on Facebook, Teresa Priolo NY. And stay tuned for our next episode.